Hello and welcome to a new podcast by myself, uh, all things Derby County related. Um, hopefully during the course of the season I'll be able to produce a few more of these talking about everything Derby County and um, I'd like your input via various social medias um, that I'll list in the description later. Um, first thing, let's get started. Topics for the first episode, we're going to be talking Frank Lampard leaving, the arrival of Philip Cocu, the trip to Florida and the up-and-coming pre-season friendlies over in Florida and the ones back in England as well. Hello and welcome. So, first things first. Busy summer of managerial changes at Derby County. We'll be talking about this in the first part of the show. Frank Lampard leaving Derby County for his beloved club Chelsea and the arrival of Philip Cocu, the Dutch masterman, hopefully. Anyway, I think it's fair to say it was a expected, if not long-winded, exit from the Derby County hot seat. Um, obviously, again, we all expected it. Um, can't believe why it dragged on for so long. Um, left us a little bit in the lurch potentially um i'd like your views on that and what else can we say about it it kind of was expected um maybe not after one season everything that he did for the club last year we i think we have to thank him um but again it's another year of change at derby county as we uh, seem to be getting used to um philip Koku, interesting don't think he was on many people's radars although they said uh, Derby County and Mel Morris said that um, he was the only one really in the running, um, despite some of the betting. Um, it'd be interesting to see what he can bring to Derby. Um, style of play, uh, experience in the Dutch league, we know how the Dutch can play. But can he get this group of players um, that are currently in the squad and any incomings um, getting them playing like that? Mel Morris came out and said that um, the reason that Philip Koku was appointed was because of the similarities with himself and Frank Lampard in the way that they play, style of play, bringing through the youngsters, that kind of thing, which is all well and good if if that transpires um, to something positive. Um, I don't know the state of the Dutch youth systems. Um, have they, they do seem to be able to pull out some real gems across there. Um, are they in Derby County's academy? Um, makes you wonder um, why they weren't spotted before. Obviously, I know we've had Jaden Bogle from last year. That was a, a bit of a masterstroke, I think, from Lampard and Morris. Um, how many of, their, of them are there in that academy? Could we see four or five? I know a few of them have obviously gone over to Florida, which we'll be talking about a bit later. Um, get them integrated into the first team squad I think with the amount of money that we've spent over the years I think we have to give it a chance but of course they've got to be good enough there's no point in bringing in five or six youngsters getting them integrated into this first team squad to ultimately not achieve what we need to achieve on the pitch so a little bit more on uh, Frank Lampard uh, leaving Derby County um, as I say I think you have to give him well wishes um, for the excitement uh, that he brought to the club was it physically the club or physically just him himself and his aura? Um, either way, I think it was good for business. Some of the football that we saw 
was fantastic. Some of the away performances, Old Trafford, uh, Stamford Bridge, leads away in the playoffs. Uh, ultimately, uh, Wembley didn't quite um, reach the same heights, unfortunately. But other than that, I think you've got to call it a positive uh, season. It's a shame he's not uh, staying with us to, to progress us a little bit further. Um, I would have to say that having seen most of the home games uh, being a season ticket holder obviously a lot on the telly uh, away um, there were certain times that I think you had to question what he did um, certain players as we all know it's been very uh, highly mentioned in the press that certain players seem to have had a bit of a falling out who knows um, hopefully they get integrated back into the squad this year um, and you have to say all in all it was a, it was a good chapter um, for Derby County but again it's another one where we have to close that book um, and open a new one under Mr Koku and me personally I'm quite excited uh, first foreign manager at Derby um, I think not that I'm going to say this as a it must happen um, but he's got to be given time I, I think he's got to be given time and um, we've seen that when we had McLaren after his spell over in Holland, where he was successful there. I think he tried to implement that style of play at Derby, um, which was fantastic to watch. Uh, unfortunately, some of the uh, defending and the will score more than you score um, temperament to it was not great, uh, but it was entertaining nonetheless. If Philip can bring in that style of play again, um, fast-flowing football and hopefully um, pay a little bit more attention to uh, detail in defence. Um, and I think we can have a pretty good crack at it, crack at it with who we've got. Um, appreciate we've lost Mount, um, Wilson and Tamori. Yeah, they're going to be big misses. I, I don't think we can argue that point. Um, we've got to either replace them in the market, uh, if that be permanent or loan, or we've got to see if we can... Manip um, get somebody who's currently at the club playing to that level if that be a youngster if that be a senior professional um, one of the things Mellor said is that uh, he was impressed with the way that he's that Koku has got players playing in in his previous uh, employments uh, getting the best out of them I think there are a few players at Derby um, that haven't quite done what we would expect um, when we brought them in so I think if we could get one or two of those playing to their high potential that we've seen at previous clubs, I think we've, um, we're not too far away. I don't think we're too far away. I'd like your thoughts on that one as well. So a bit more on Philip Koku. Well, his managerial stats, um, can't really argue with them. Um, over in the Dutch League at PSV, um, extensive experience working in youth um over there and integrated into the first team he's won titles he's won cups he's won pretty much everything there is to win over there um with a couple of the teams over in holland um you know ajax and um the likes of that um beating those to the title i, I don't think you can knock that um obviously on a on a player level glittering career at various different places um, mainly obviously Barcelona um, I think some people say yeah great player what do they make as a manager it's a different ball game it is but I think when you're playing at that level um, consistently with those types of players working under those um, managers 
you've got to take something from that uh, in your own managerial style. Obviously, you're going to have your own thoughts and ideas. That's fine. But with what you're working with, who you're working with on a day-to-day basis, that's only got to help. I, I, I can't see how it doesn't. Um, and obviously, it's a big step for him. A lot of people would maybe say, Derby County, is that, the, is that a step up for him? Um, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Um, it, it's. I think it's a, a progression. It, it's a good progression for us. Um, it's not the um, bright lights of the Premier League, but it, it's a club, obviously, that are aiming for that. Um, and we've seen with previous Dutch managers who've come over, ex-players, Frank de Boer at, at Palace, uh, to name one, that it just didn't happen. Straight into a Premier League job and was sacked after about seven or eight games. Um that obviously would damage reputation. Um, so he's obviously hoping to come to us um, and build on something. I think he will be given the time. I think Mel's learnt his lessons with that. Uh, I think un- un- unless it went absolutely drastically wrong, um, I can't see um, him wanting to uh, to get rid of him. Um, to be honest with you, I think he has to give him time with previous managers, with uh, obviously Rowett and, and Lampard leaving us in the lurch a bit. Um this club needs stability. Um, a lot of those players have been at the club under four or five different managers. Um, is that a reason why we've not seen the best out of some of them? Uh, it could be. Um, be interesting to see how he, he looks at the squad, um, who he thinks is good enough for the squad, and where he looks to bring somebody in. I think there are a couple of areas where he'll have to bring in, as, as mentioned earlier, yeah, there's three players. Um, gone on loan uh, that were on loan have gone um, the impending transfer of Bradley Johnson to Blackburn um, reports that Jacob Butterfield is uh, training with Blackburn as well so that's another one I appreciate he wasn't in the, the main squad last year um, so those players are going to have to be replaced um, and that's without any of our other players um, potentially being sold on Um if they can make money on them, if that's the situation, do we need to do that to balance FFP? Um, you read the reports that um, Mel's promised Koku a budget. Um, is that strict cash or is that you've got to do a bit of wheeling and dealing? Who knows? Um, obviously, that will unfold um, and we'll cover, hopefully, transfers as and when some of them happen uh, at a later show. Philip has brought over two members of staff with him and... Both have worked with him, um, I believe, him at PSV. Um, I'm not sure if both worked with him at Fibonacci, um, where he got uh, sacked after four months uh, due to uh, political uh, issues. I think that was more than anything. Um, they've obviously, similar, again, keep bringing back this comparison, the similar thing to Lampard. You know, He brought in Morris, who'd worked in Chelsea's academy, um, to work with him as an assistant, but obviously he's used to working with youngsters. This is what Philip Cocker has done himself. He's brought somebody in um, who's used to working with youngsters, which hopefully will help. Um, I believe um, Shea Given is staying at Derby, um, which is nice, a nice touch. Um, hopefully we'll then be able to give him a bit of an insight of uh, the day-to-day running of the club as well, which can only be uh, can only be a positive. Um, maybe you'll look to bring in 
um, somebody else, um, maybe with a bit more English experience, uh, a Dutch somebody Dutch with a bit more English experience in that side of the in that side of the game. I, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But I think uh, for the time being, obviously going over to Florida um, with close knit to the to the squad, um, he should be able to learn uh, a few things, uh, bits and bobs. Um, and that's what we're going to move on to next: the trip to Florida for preseason. So I believe there's a 26-man squad that uh, flew out to Florida. Um, whilst out in Florida, I think for 10 days, um, they're going to face uh, two two games, um, a American, I think it's fourth division side, um, and somebody we'll be very familiar with, uh, Bristol City. I'm not quite sure uh, why. They're obviously using the same com- training complex as us. Um, that'd be a nice uh, feel just to see how they get on. Um Reading reports Bristol City have been making signings. I know we've not made any yet. Um, I don't suppose any will come in before that game. Um, but it'd be interesting to put a marker down. It might give Koku a bit of an idea um, as to the style of play required uh, for the championship. Although in interview he has mentioned that he's watched a lot of footage um, on the championship and of Derby County from last season. Um, but... Early on, given them uh, an opportunity to see what what it's going to be like, I know it's only early days in pre-season, but it should stand them in good stead. Um, and uh, for, but first, obviously the the warm-up game um, against the American side. Um, hopefully, just give them a little chance to work on certain things that they've been practicing in training. A little bit of formation, a little bit of shape. Um, expected four four three. Um, it's kind of the Dutch way. Um, and he has mentioned it in interview that that's predominantly what he's going to do. But of course, we talk about this um, magical plan B and C, maybe. Um, you've got to be able to inter- integrate. We, we've seen it so many times in the in the championship that teams don't have just one plan. And we've seen far too many times when teams have come to Bright Park where they just sit behind the ball and we've been unable to break them down. Um, that's got to be addressed. I don't think it happened as much last year. Um, as it has in previous years, um, but I think that was probably more to do with the uh, the sprinkle of quality that we had um, that was able to open that door, um, to find that pass. Um, that's got to be found on a much more regular basis. We need to get Pride Park as a fortress, as we well know, um, and hopefully we can build on that. It's nice to see a few of the academy lads out there. Um, I think there's five or six in total. Some of them that were sprinkled in the first team last year mainly uh, sitting on the bench getting the experience um, I think there's one or two um, that may well have um, had a few minutes on the pitch here there um, which again integrating them into part of the first team it's what they have to do taking them straight out of the youth team banging them on the pitch in front of 30,000 uh, or potentially more dependent on obviously where we're playing it's it's going to be daunting um, you'd like to think that the youngsters are hungry um, and it wouldn't phase them, but it, it can. We know it can. Um, so it'd be good to see how they progress. Be interesting to see if any of them play in the two friendlies. I'm presuming they will. It's normally a, a, an 11 and 11, 45 minutes um, different side. So we should get to see them on the pitch for a, for a good 45 minutes in the first friendly, potentially the same against Bristol City in the second. Um, and that'll be good for them. Uh, again, pattern of play, you, you've got to work on it. The youngsters have got to be involved in it. Otherwise, you're not going to reap the benefits if and when uh, called upon in uh, in the season. 
and it was um, strange but nice to see uh, one or two of the forgotten men, uh, Chris Martin, uh, George Thorne, uh, is out there. Um, I believe um, Akechi Anya, at the time of recording this, has been asked to go and fly out. He flew out he, he, over the weekend. He's um, he's trained for a couple of days. A strange one, that. Uh, I don't understand it personally, but th there's obviously a reason why. Um, Koku is obviously wanting to see exactly everything on, on Derby's books, what he needs, what he doesn't need. Um, and I think that's the way to go. Uh, it's, it's pointless having people sat at home um, I know there's a couple who are, I think Wisdom and Holmes, I believe both of those are injured, um, which is unfortunate, because um, Dwayne Holmes, a cracking little player, uh, Wisdom, one of those players that have not particularly done what we expected, um, having seen him on loan a couple of few seasons ago, um, it hasn't quite emulated for him unfortunately, but it's new manager, new chance, new chapter, it could just be the stride that you need. Um, again, four 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 three three was the formation we played when Wisden came in. Um, I can't see him uh, moving uh, Bogle out the side. To be perfectly honest with you, on a regular basis. But it's competition for places. It's what you need, especially in a long championship season. We've seen the pros and cons of that in the past at Derby. Um, so it would be interesting. And again, you mentioned the four three three formation there. You know, you're looking at a focal striker. Chris Martin was the best striker probably in the championship for two and a half years um, in a 4-3-3. Um, is he behind the likes of Marriott uh, and Waghorn? I'd have to say so. Um, where does Waghorn... Uh, Waghorn as a, as a target man, yeah, I think that works. Marriott, not so much a target man, certainly a ball over the shoulder. Could you see Marriott drop out into one of the wider spots if it is a 4-3-3? Possibly so. Um, you could see all three. You could see Martin, Waggon and um, Marriott involved um, playing either side of Martin in the middle. That could be an interesting combination. Um, again, you've got to look at some pace. They've got that. Uh, Martin hasn't got the pace, but his hold-up play is pretty good. I thought when Waggon played last year, played the hold-up role. Um, I think it worked well. Um, all three of them have got an eye for goal. There's no doubt about that. Um, and Marriott has got to be uh, more involved in this in this squad this season. We saw what he could do last year. Um, I know there was problems behind the scenes, that's fine. But at the end of the day, if he's putting the ball in the back of the net, that's what he gets paid to do. Um, and I think what goes on af off the pitch, you could probably put second as long as he's banging the goals in. I think if obviously that was to dry up, um, then like it did a bit last year, then I can understand that. Um, but in all fairness, I think you've got to play your best players if they're available to play. Uh, it'd be interesting to see. Uh, I think Derby's probably going to have a bit of a new look midfield next year. Certainly the middle two, having Johnson, uh, looks like he's off. Obviously no Mount, no Wilson. You've got Huddleston, who was in and out of the squad. Uh, second half of the season, didn't see that much of him. Is he going to be um, involved? George Thorne, we all know about George Thorne. Um, Fantastic in a four-three-three. If you can keep him fit, is he fit? Um, went out obviously on loan last year to Luton. Didn't particularly get much of a chance um, as the manager who signed him then left for Stoke. Um, but that's what pre-season's all about. That's what new management's all about. Um, you've got to give him the opportunity. It's a clean slate. Um, and these two friendlies uh, over there in Florida, um, a, a perfect opportunity to to see what works and what doesn't work. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. 
So on Derby County's return from Florida, they'll face three pre-season friendlies, uh, two away, uh, one at home. I believe the uh, the first one's away, Burton Albion, local local game. It's one that we uh, we have most seasons. Um, that'll be an interesting one for Koku going to uh, going to the Pirelli. Um, hopeful learning curve there. Um, obviously, that's what pre-season's all about. That's why we pick these friendlies out. Um, then there's the home game against a Spanish second division side, I believe, Genoa, or uh, however you pronounce it. Um, and then Rangers at Ibrox uh, before the uh, first weekend of the season, obviously the Monday night for Derby, away at Huddersfield. Um, three interesting friendlies. As I say, Burton, we've played um, most most seasons, a uh, nice local one. Um, a bit of... Spanish flair at Pride Park, um, unlike not so much like a, a few years ago now when Koku came with Barcelona uh, when we was in the Premier League in the early 2000s. Um, the only pre-season friendly at Derby uh, Pride Park this this pre-season, and then one that I think was probably arranged when Lampard. I think they were all arranged when Lampard was in charge, but one certainly was uh, Stephen Gerrard's Rangers. Um, we've played them before at Pride Park. Um, be a nice trip up there. Um, be a very interesting pre-season friendly. Um, you've just got to hope that the ideas on the training ground um, they replicate themselves on the pitch. Um, we saw last season in pre-season. Um, I went to the Wolves game, a Wolves team that absolutely blew the championship apart, um, and we beat them. Um, we beat Southampton at home, um, and. We played very well in pre-season. Um, then came to the first couple of games in the actual league. I believe first one was Reading away, and uh, we won it, but we weren't very good. Um, and then we got a bit of a drubbing in our first home game against Leeds. So you can't read too much into pre-season. Certainly not the results side of thing. Uh, it's all about the fitness, uh, which is obviously most important. Um, putting them through the paces, finding out what what they're capable of and what they're not. Be interesting to see. Um, if there is any differences in uh, expectations um, from the players, uh, Frank always said that he wanted 100%. Obviously, I think most managers will say that. Um, different style, different techniques goes back to what I was saying earlier, that somebody like Koku, who's played under some of the top managers, played with some of the best players in the world, um, there's got to be little tricks that they've learnt that they implement um, on a day-to-day -day basis and obviously pre-season. Um, and you've just got to hope that they bring back exciting football. Um, not to say that it wasn't exciting last year, because uh, it was, but previous experiences of 4-3-3, four, four, three, three, as we say, um, they've been fantastic. Um, hopefully, um, we get some decent performances in, in pre-season. I think you've got to build that winning mentality. Uh, it breeds confidence. Um just the style of play. Hopefully, they're implementing what he's been saying, and if we can see some progression of that, um, I know all but one I think are available on uh, Rams player. Um, even though uh, I think it's the um, the first one, uh, it's because it's over in Florida. It's silly o'clock. Um, I think the Bristol City games eleven p.m. local time over here, um, and then obviously the ones back in England are, are normal. Um, the Game at Pride Park, I believe's a Thursday night, um, and the trip to Ibrox on a Sunday. Um, they'll be interesting. 
Um, you'd like to hope, obviously, that final one against Ibrook, uh, uh, Ibrook sorry, um, against Rangers. Um, you'd hope that some players are, have come in by then. Uh, you'd like you're probably going to see one two move on, um, and you always try and start that final pre-season friendly with a rough idea of of the squad that's going to start the first league game against Huddersfield, um, and what a cracking start that is. Um, we shall talk about um, the, the the fixtures uh, in that first month um, in the next podcast, um, and hopefully some transfer news. Um, if in or out um, that's coming up in the next podcast as well um, that's it for now thank you very much for listening um, hopefully you enjoyed it um, please leave me reviews uh, comments uh, how how you think I can improve I'm first time doing this um, I just have a passion for Derby County and uh, I like to talk about Derby County Hopefully as the podcast progresses, um, we can get a few listeners' questions, opinions, whatever you want to do. Um, This is your show just as much as it is mine. Um, Be interested to, um, as we go through, obviously talking about the uh, games and things like that, what you see, what different to what I see and what other people see. Um, Because at the end of the day, all we want is the best for Derby County, our our football club. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. Next podcast, uh, as I say, we'll be covering, hopefully, transfers. If any uh, are ins and outs, we'll look at the fixture list in a bit more depth. And I'm guessing by the time I get around to recording the next one, there will have been uh, both games played over in Florida. Um, So we'll have a bit of a breakdown and uh, any updates from that um, as we can. Thank you very much for listening. See you next time. (laughs) 